יש עניין שיתהפך, הכל לתודה. מצווה גדולה, להיות נסירת תמיד. יש עניין שיתהפך, הכל לתודה. מצווה גדולה, להיות נסירת תמיד. אם אתה מאמין שיכולים לקלקל, תשמע את הדיס, תפסיק להתפגן. אתה מאמין שיכולים לקלקל, תגיד תודה והכל יתעדכן. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב, איזה טוב, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה. שאתה נותן לנו, תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם, כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך, תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך. התובה הכי גדולה שאפשר להגיד לך תודה רבה. זו התובה הכי גדולה. אדם זורק תודה רבה, זו התובה הכי גדולה שיכול לקבל. שהוא זכה, שהוא אומר תודה. איפה שהיה היה, העיקר להתחיל להתחלה. איפה שהיה היה, העיקר להתחיל להתחלה. אבא תחדש אותי לגמרי, תדליק לי את הנשמה. ‫-כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,כן,
So you have now exercise, free exercise. You don't have to pay any payment to the gym. So, but uh, this is the album, meaning the fourth kind, the show that uh, basically, Avat uh, Israel, Avat Chinam, the love of ourselves, our, our neighbor, and uh, above all, love our Creator, Kadosh Baruch Hu. Avinu Shabashamayim, that what he's doing is only the best for us. Yeah, the show is, I um, will start as usual, that Jerut uh, Radio, JerutRadio.com, Jerut Radio Pro in the apps. And uh, and on the phone, 712-432-4217, 712-432-4217, or 718-506-9099, 718-506-9099. The text us is uh, 347-927-8398, we would love to get some uh, feedback from you because this is uh, this is all about the Jewish stations that listen to you. I know that we got uh, now got uh, update from uh, the Shomrim head uh, Bob Moskovich. Thank him. Thanks for all the people that working outside. I know that outside now it's it's uh, it's nice, but uh, it's a lot of uh, work and. Uh, we we trying to get more more uh, you know feedback and more reaction from the official people and uh, what what they're doing what the shomrim what atzala what chaverim I know that uh, I wouldn't you know the true that I would never you know thinking that about what the people are doing if we don't need them unfortunately my my son yesterday morning I had to use the the, the chaverim and they had to take to his son to the hospital and they beside this they they come back pick my my wife and I am after Moshe Shabbat they took them home they took the wife and it's it's really unbelievable chesed that I would never even dream that it's that's happened so I really I want to appreciate to say that the chaverim, thank you, Yishar Koach, big, big Yishar Koach. And this is something that uh, really I want to say that uh, really I knew that. I know, I know that also the uh, Shomrim is now delivering food, with, uh, co- coordinated with Amasbia and Chaim Deutsch. Atzala is doing the job as, as, as regular. And uh, that's it, you know, waiting also from some official uh, to get some uh, back uh, to me, feedback, uh, and to see what, what it's all about. I would say that um, the, the, our show is always starting with, uh, you know, Lilun Ishmat. So I will start at uh, Lilun Ishmat Menachem Feldman and uh, Yossi Piamenta and, uh, and the Sassoon uh, Boys and Family. It's almost a year, almost a year. Ilana Bat Gila, David Ben Gila, Rivka Bat Gila, Yeshua Ben Gila, Moshe Ben Gila, Sarah Bat Gila, and Yaakov Ben Gila. And we have, unfortunately, two, two, two people to, to add on right now. It's the, the Rebetzin of Ben Ulel, Rabbi Ben Ulel. And um, this is our unbelievable, she, she was really unbelievable personality. I personally don't, I didn't know her. I know her husband. And I know that behind any big man, great man is a great woman. And I, I know this 
That is very, very a big hit uh, to the family. And unfortunately, unfortunately, yesterday morning, somebody called me, and uh, not called me, come to me in the synagogue and told me, did you hear the news? And the news is, was uh, stunning, really stunning. And the a lady that I know very well, Jenny Sofer, the Hebrew name is Rivka, passed away. She wasn't, and I think that she, she, she didn't reach the 45 years old. She was one of a kind lady, a one that knew her. She born in Italy. She, she was, she was a very, she was very wealthy woman. She wasn't married. She came to Israel and basically, um, she never knew nothing, almost nothing about Judaism, but you know the the, the regular stuff. But uh, and she get involved with the boot in Israel, and other organization. And that's why what we, that's how we uh, met. And this is a unbelievable personality, full of life. Full of enthusiastic, just when she found a Yadut, a religious, she was unbelievable person, you know. And she gave all money and effort and running from place to place. If it's a, if she gave the money to the Yuval Ovadia to do this movies uh, about uh, Yadut, and if she gave to the Idabut and to the Arachim, and to any place that you could promote the Yadut, the pure way of this. Unfortunately, I don't have the details yet how she passed away. I know that yesterday was the Shiva. And uh, really, Chaval, 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 Baruch Dayanemet. We don't know the Cheshbonot Shomayim. But what she did in the short time, I think that uh, five, six years in the Kiruv, that many people don't know about it. But she was behind many, many organizations with uh, capital and just help to anyone, anyone that she she could help, you know. And for me, it was a very big shock. Uh, you know, I I know that when we worked on on the Sefer Lakotel, the the Sefer Torah put in the Kotel Amaravi, it was after Milchemet uh, Levanon the Lebanon War, sec the Second Lebanon War, and she was behind it a lot. So, Baruch Dynamite to all the people, and we have also another Sarah Bat Sultana, one of our uh, members of the Shul. And Bezal Hashem will see them soon, soon. Uh, I want to say that uh, as usual it's also all the sick people and uh, we see them out of the hospitals out of all these places and join us and join them together Mazal Tov to all the people that celebrate birthdays, wedding, I know that it's, uh, I, I don't know if yesterday it was any wedding, but <laughs> uh, hopefully that uh, 
people don't suffer. And uh, if somebody has a story about this kind of wedding or something that canceled, please contact us also. It's very, it's very be, be interesting to our listeners. We have also think that uh, we again bar mitzvot, bar mitzvot, all the all the all the nine yard. And I know that we're working now on starting project, and we're trying to work on this very very important that uh, uh, the project and the project is uh, is about. Oh, what do you call it? Kivret Sadikim in Ukraine. Kivret Sadikim in Ukraine is very, very important, I would say. And and I would say that if we... Yes, okay, one second. I'm trying to work on this issue. Yeah, so uh, the Kibetsa that came in uh, in, <coughs> in Ukraine, and this is like uh, something that uh, uh, we are trying to do it, coordinate with a uh, few people that already doing uh, the uh, doing it, and this is like uh, we w- we were already, I would say. I'm trying to think where we are. Okay, so I this this interview we did it Friday, and uh, I want you to to listen this. Uh, we listened together. We did an interview with uh, Mayor Safdi, the guy behind uh, the uh, this the power behind uh, of this trip, hopefully, and we will try to work on uh, on this that uh, we see. If uh, you feedback, real reaction, uh, we will offer to JRoot Radio listeners a trip. I think the trip will be uh, in uh, in Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And uh, we're talking about this. Okay, so let, let's hear, the, let's hear the, the interview and then I'll, go, I'll come back uh, after the interview. Okay? And Bezad Hashem, next week it will be also on YouTube uh, with a full video and uh, maps and uh, pictures of the places that we are intending to go over there. Thank you and listen to us. Good morning to our li- dear listeners. Uh, this is Jerut Radio. Jerut Radio on the line, uh, Jerut TV, and you can see us also in our website. This is a special, really special, unique program that uh, going to to highlight some of uh, very important uh, projects that we do- want to do. And we have with us uh, my Rabbi, Rabbi uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Mr. Meyer Safdi. Meir, Meir, Meir. Meir is good, Meir Safdi, okay. that works, yeah. Because Meir is a big, la- it's a big name, you know, it's also yeah. Meir. So, good morning, how are you? Baruch Hashem, it's a pleasure to be here. It's uh, always nice to uh, come visit my friends over here <laughs> in uh, very honored uh, to be in this uh, in this venue and uh, yeah. Okay. So okay, great. So we I, we want to start. You know the the whole idea. What is the, the all about? You know that uh, I know that you basically born to a, a Breslev family. I, I, even even you, uh, according to the uh, outside look, 
Well, would the people will be surprised that you think that oh, Meir Safdi, the name Sephardic, but you know, and all this concept of Breslev is very, very deceiving in a certain way. Because when I saw, and I saw you, and I saw your uncle, and all that people, the other people, the other involved, really doesn't look like a Breslev, a real Breslev, or so-called real Breslev, the right. exterior. And uh, I, I, first of all, so let's let's talk about this this issue a little bit. Well, this is. Um you know, you said it right. I guess I was born into this type of family. It's true, but uh, actually, going back into the into the history a little bit, um, Rabbi Rosenfeldzal, which is a rabbi that was actually within our community, the Syrian community, about thirty to forty years, actually closer to forty years ago. So he was mekarev many people in this community, and uh, one of the families that he was mekarev was our family, was the Asulim family, the Safti family. And uh, Rabbi Rosenfeld was a Hasid of Breslov, uh, a true Hasid, um, and I'll explain what I mean by true Hasid in, in, in a yeah, few yeah, minutes. Okay. There's, there's different uh, uh, versions, maybe you could say, but uh, anyhow. So uh, he was Makari of the family, and he instilled in the family the, uh, the importance uh, of following the guidance uh, of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, the advice, and um, that's kind of how it started. And you're absolutely right. Unfortunately, a lot of people have a certain perception. Um, they imagine uh, the Hasidim of Breslov to be in a certain way, when in reality, uh, those that know, those that have gone to, uh, to Uman, uh, whether it be on Rosh Hashanah or during the year, you see that there's many, many tens of thousands of, of Hasidim that are regular people that are, they could be Sephardim, they could be Ashkenazim, Hasidim, whatever it is. A Hasid of Breslov doesn't mean you dress in a certain way, there's no certain uniform you're given or, or badge that you have. It really means you follow the advice of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov. You go uh, with his derech, and uh, you can be part of any community. You can be part of any type of, uh, of shul or whatever it is. And you know, like I said, you could dress yeah. it in whatever color you want. It, it's, it all works. You know, it's funny because you know people see me in the street and they sing him that I am a Hasid Breslov, and I tell you, I'm far away from Hasid Breslov. I just a regular, simple uh, try, try to be a simple Jew. And uh, I see that the, you know this is this is the concept you know that people looking the outside not looking inside. Right, of course. Uh, as uh, it's very interesting because you know that we had a show with you uh, with uh, your uncle, uncle David, uncle yes, David yes, I and he, he mentioned such. And I and then after I, that's the first time I think that I heard about really about Rabbi Rosenfeld. Yes, who was, and according to every pe people that, that met him, that he was a giant. He was really giant. And all, he also was a shave, uh, clear shave. Yes, no? clear clean shaven. shaven for clean most shaven. of his life. How, how he come? It's very, you know, this is beside the project that we're running, but it is interesting. How we come to our community? He, was, he lived in Brooklyn. He yes. lived locally in the community. And um, I, I guess through one way or another, he started to give shiurim, um and some of the members of the community, my uncle David Asulin, of course, primarily, yeah. and, and uh, there's other families in the community as well that remember. Uh, they brought him to Shari Sion to start giving classes. And at the time, he was giving classes in Shari Sion. And I guess he, uh, it was before my time, but yeah. he, he must have attracted a, a nice following. And uh, and then he just, that that's how it was, it was pretty much in the neighborhood, I guess. And then yeah, uh, yeah, from you know, there, it, it, it blossomed. It's, it's, His, it, people would go to him with, with questions from the stories that I hear. Different, uh, again, Ashkenaz, Sefarad, uh, Rosh Yeshivas, regular people, they would all ask him Shalot. And he was a brilliant scholar. And also a very personable uh, 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 person. He, he was uh, connected yeah, it, it, to everybody. It, it, when you talk from the art, 
and the, the Torah is, is coming to the other arts. It's no question about it. Absolutely. You know, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to take me, I'm, I'm jumping off on the topic okay. a little bit, you know, just running all over. They imagine today, if, if, he, he wa- if he was a really look like Breslev guy, how would they would accept him in those days? I think part of the reason why he actually asked his rabbi, Rebel Yechayim Rosen, a tremendous tzaddik, and he asked his rabbi whether he should grow a beard and, and, and take on that look, but the rabbi told him not to. And he said, just like you're saying, that in order to connect to people, you have to kind of feel like you're part of them. They have to feel like you, they can relate to you. And if you have a certain appearance on the outside, you may scare people away. So for that reason, exactly, he ca- he maintained a certain, uh, you know, a certain appearance, appearance and uh, everyone uh, apparently felt very comfortable to uh, connect with him. Because you know, I we know we know I know you know that uh, quite a few uh, people that dealing with the kiruv special today they they uh, they are without you know the beard and stuff. Like this. Mm. But anyway, this we come back. So we come to our project, and I know I yes, I, yes, I want to tell you because. I, I was I was with you one trip and uh, the trip was to uh, Ukraine and basically the, the was like this uh, and I would I would say from my point of view we come to Ukraine the whole idea was to come to Kivritz the Kim in Ukraine and the to- the top is Rabbi Nachman Breslev is and and did he is buried in Uman and uh, on the way basically we pass along nice. Uh, highly spiritual way a few uh, what is four days three days was it was it it was a it was a short trip and um, what we're trying to do is is a similar thing so basically you know it's a trip to the Kivaret Sadiqim just like you said it's um, primarily um, it's always as as is well known in Inyan to pray by the Kivaret Sadiqim it's brought down in many different places as many uh, of you listeners know and um, primarily there is a, an, an inyan to go to the grave of Rabbi Nachman in Oman. The, the reason being is that there is a promise given by the rabbi before his passing that uh, whoever goes to his grave and follows a certain uh, uh, list of instructions, you don't just go there, of course, just show up. There's things that you have to do. Uh, the Tikkun Ali, the ten chapters of Tehillim have to be said. A certain Dvidui has to be said. Giving Sadaqah has to be done. And if you follow the right prescription and you do it at the rabbi's kever, the rabbi made a tremendous haftacha to be by a person's side as um, as a lawyer or a melitz in the next world uh, to help the person. It was a tremendous promise. He took two witnesses to do this promise. Um, what many people don't know is that this promise uh, applies to any time of the year that one would go to the rabbi's tzion, to his grave. It's not only Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is a big inyan. However, this promise applies to any time of the year. And thank God what we've done in previous years is a very uh, practical short trip uh, and this time we're looking to go um, around the time of Rosh Chodesh Nisan which is just before Pesach so people like to go and to get back home they have work or they have whatever they're doing so it's a short trip and um, what we did last year is similar to what we're going to try and do this year it was uh, leaving on a Motzei Shabbat we'll give you all the dates after of course uh, it's leaving on a Motzei Shabbat and uh, flying directly to the Ukraine and you get back home on Tuesday night. So it's basically just uh, three days, and there's people going to work. They're only missing two days of work, Monday and Tuesday. And what we do is, uh, as Nisim, as you know, is we go to, uh, to, to Uman, and we have there 
a Baruch Hashem, the accommodations are all taken care of. And I think to me that's one of the most special parts of our group doing this, that, you know, maybe people that have expressed desire to go to take a trip like this, to take advantage of the promise of the rabbi, and to get inspired, they don't know where to begin, they don't know how to do it. So what's nice is that you know that everything's taken care of. The food is taken care of on a very high level, as you know, Baruch yeah. Hashem, it's very well taken care of. I think we eat too much, maybe. Um, <laughs> The accommodations are taken care of in a comfortable manner. So you know that everything is taken care of for you. You don't have to do any thinking. Transportation is covered. Everything is covered. All you have to do is show up. And um, what we do is we go uh, to Oman. We go, of course, to the uh, to the Zion of Rabbi Nachman. And we do the Tikkunim over there. Uh, we spend the night in Oman. And we do the, um, you know, we have, of course, the meal and everything like that. And uh, we have a very uh, inspirational evening. Uh, we go back to the to the Zion, and uh, you know those that can come back. Those that need some rest, they rest. It's a, you know there's no uh, nobody's pressuring anybody on the trip. Uh, but what many people feel motivated to do is come back. We read Tikkun Hatzot and we have Shiurim, and it's uh, it's very motivational. In the morning we pray Batikin, of course. Uh, we have breakfast, and we head to different Mekamot Kedushim in within the Ukraine. Uh, we have a bus, of course, and everything's comfortable. And we head to uh, this past year. What we did, I'll uh, just tell your listeners, we had we went to Breslov, a town called Breslov in the Ukraine, and uh, we went to visit Rabbi uh, Natan, which was the main student of Rabbi Nachmanzal, a giant in his own right. And uh, we went to his kever. Uh, it's a, a really uh, interesting experience. The town of Breslov is a very old town. Literally, if you were in the town of Breslov and someone asked you what year it was, if you didn't know, you'd guess uh, in the 1800s. It's yeah, incredible definitely. how uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It, it hasn't really yeah. progressed. Like you still see the horse and buggy and the, the chickens walking in the street, but it's an interesting experience. But uh, it's a great it's a great thing to go to the rabbi's uh, uh, kever. From there, we go to uh, to a town called Mezhebush, which is an experience that. Uh, you know, the people that have gone on this trip over the years have told me that the inspiration that they felt in the town of Mezhebush was something they had a hard time describing. Uh, it's an incredible, incredible Makom Kadosh. Um, buried there, of course, is the Holy Baal Shem Tov. Amongst other great Sadiqim, the Apta Rav is there, Rav Baruch Mi Mezhebush is there, all in the same ohel. You walk into the room and it's electrifying. The feeling is incredible. Um, at uh, at that space, there's also a um, you know adjacent to the kevet is also a shul and a mikveh. We have a warm lunch waiting for us, as you recall, and um, it, it's just an incredible feeling of, of closeness that one has to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, just being in the presence of, of the great Sadiqim. <clears throat> From there, we stay in the town of Mezhebush for a, a couple of hours. We go to the shul of the Baal Shem Tov, which is also a fantastic yeah, this, experience. This the shul, was my tough, uh... the, the shul is, there's stories about the shul. Matter of fact, there's a story written at the door of the shul about how when the Baal Shem Tov moved into town, <clears throat> it's a small shul. Baal Shem Tov used to pray there. And uh, he saw in Shamayim that there was a, unfortunately, a Gazardin, an evil decree against the town. And the Baal Shem Tov, as only he was able to do, <laughs> went to the Shamayim and he found out what it was all about. And he saw that the shul itself had a ta'ana, a claim against the people of the town of Mezhebush. What was the claim? The claim was that the people grew out of the shul and they started to pray in different batei that were larger. But the shul said, what about me? And the Baal Shem Tov realized the holiness of the shul. As a matter of fact, the Baal Shem Tov says that this shul is mechuvan, it's, 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 uh, 
Exactly directed. opposite, directly yeah. opposite the Bet Hamikdash and Shamayim. Those were the words of the Baal Shem Tov. So um, he brought the shul back. He he uh, he made everyone pray there again, and of course the evil decree went away. So this shul is still there, and uh, they even have the spot that the Baal Shem Tov used to pray in the Amidah that he used to do. They have the exact spot. It's incredible. Yeah. So uh, what we've done in previous years, we've prayed in that shul. We uh, prayed Menha there, uh, had a little Likud, and um, from there we go to the uh, another uh, holy place in uh, Mezhibuz itself, which is actually <clears throat> it's a little mikveh. And the mikveh is from, it's called the water of the Baal Shem Tov. There's a story goes that the Baal Shem Tov once needed water to wash his hands before tefillah. And he was in the middle of a forest. And uh, of course, when the Baal Shem Tov needs water, he gets water. And a miracle happened. And a water, a suddenly a, a little pool, a little puddle, spring, wherever it was, spring, spring yeah. appeared. And they know where the spring is. The spring is there today. And people go and, you know, some people drink from the water, some people jump in the water. You know, it's, it, it all works. And, uh, it's again, it's, it's just a wonderful uh, a few hours that, that we spend in Mezhibush. Uh From there, we uh, take a, a drive and we go to the town of Berdichev. The, everyone heard of the famous town of Berdichev. The holy okay. Reblevi Yitzhak Berdichev is buried there. The defender of Israel, he was called. And uh, I don't have to tell stories about the Rabbi Yitzchak Mibadichev. I'm sure, uh, you know, your listeners know the many stories said about the rabbi. And um, over there, of course, we go there. We have, uh, we go, we do prayers at the, uh, at the kevet of the rabbi. And uh, a f- good friend of ours, Rabbi Tyler, his name is, he has a, uh, a Chabad program over there. He graciously invites us in and uh, we have a beautiful dinner in, Me- in uh, Berdichev. And um, <clears throat> in the Ukraine, that there, there's other places to go in the Ukraine, but the Ukraine is very, very vast. It's 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 huge. So and the highway is so good. <laughs> the highway, yes. The, the last time they redid the highways, I think, was in the 50s. <laughs> so yes, the potholes tend to be an issue. But we, that's why we have to have yeah. special buses and all that. So you can't exactly go 100 miles an hour on the highway. So it does take some time to get from place to place. So, um, I mean, one can spend days and days. There's other holy places in the Ukraine, of course. I mean, these places that we go to are pretty much targeted. They're within a reasonable amount of distance between each other. Um, and that's uh, pretty much the, uh, the core of the trip. Now, <clears throat> this year we're going to see, uh, perhaps we'll, we'll add something or change something. This is what we've done in previous years. Last year, so we, for example, we added a stop on the way back the to the Malach. airport. Uh, Sadiq called the Malach. Um, I'm forgetting now the rabbi's uh, uh, real name, but he was the son of the, the Mazrits. The Mazrits, the Magid son. Again, in the back alley of a small town in the Ukraine, it's it's just filled with with Sadiqim, the Ukraine. It's incredible. So we stopped there last year. As far as this year, we're going to see. We're, we're still, you know, uh, doing the details. We're working on the details of the trip, so we'll see exactly where. So let, where let me we'll just uh, uh, highlight the, the the idea, the project. So Jewish Radio. Basically, was basically trying to join Maya Safdi and with the the, the <coughs> yearly tour to uh, to Ukraine to the Kibbutz of the Kim that basically will come from basically what I understand is landing in Kiev from Kiev it take like three hours uh, to Oman. Oman is like uh, again depends what time you you know, if landing or whatever there. But usually we landing about afternoon time. You right? land in the late no, afternoon, no, about no, four or five o'clock in the evening in Kiev. In and Kiev. then by the time you get to Oman, it's usually about eight o'clock or so yeah. in the evening. And it was already so. We, I know that we prayed the Mincha in, in the, the airport, the airport yes. and then uh, we go, went from from the Kiev to Oman. Oman we we had. 
We go to the mikveh sure. and take shower and all this. Get refresh ourselves. Go up. to this. Get refresh out. Go to the tzion. Pray a bit. Say the tehilim, the the atikun kli, and give him the tzedakah. And each one pray with his own, uh, you know, wording to talk to to the to the, the tzaddik. And uh, this is with really uh, I know I know that uh, in this trip this was three days uh, maybe we slept I slept I slept in the bus even we had the, the hotel bed you know the inn bed but uh, we we slept I slept in the bed in the in the in the bus a few hours here a few hours there but this was really highly unbelievable and uh, from Oman we went to Breslev and over the climbing the mountain but by, by the way I heard that today they have already uh, uh, next to the cave they have of course yeah, yeah. they be, be you go yeah, 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 no, the, yeah. the guy over there yeah, hot tea and coffee yeah, yeah, and, no, the, and all that so but the stunning that as you said the Breslev is like all Ukraine you know if you don't see the churches over there the, the, with the gold covers but you see that the people the shower is still outside from the houses. The meaning that in, in the winter, uh, that's uh, not where we go. Though. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was very su- the, the surprised. I never, you know, people tell me tell me story about <clears throat> Uman with uh, the food and well, all this kind of, uh, you know, bathrooms and all this stuff. Right. Scary and stories. Scary story. Right. But uh, I, I want to tell you, you know, you know how to travel. You know, <laughs> Look, uh, we're, we're part of the Syrian community. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're we're just a little bit spoiled in certain <laughs> ways. So yes, we, we when we travel, we travel a certain way. We have we try and keep to certain standards, and um, you yeah. know, it's it's amazing. Over the years, Baruch Hashem, we've done this trip. Uh, you know, as a group, we've done it uh, for almost four, five, or six years now. And over the course of those years, we've taken Baruch Hashem, I would say somewhere, I mean, over 100 people have gone. And it's, it's, yeah. it's really word of mouth. It's not, it's not a really publicized trip until now, I guess. Yeah. Um, and out of all the people that have gone on the trip, I, I haven't had one person come back and tell me, oh, what, that was such a waste of time. That was, uh, you know, I, I would have rather be in work or something like that. Everybody, 100% of the people who have taken this experience have come back inspired, they have come back invigorated spiritually, and you know, and especially in this day and age when when it's not easy to get inspiration, to get motivation, uh, you know, for ruchaniyut, um, to connect with the great sadiqim. We need the help of the sadiqim. We can't do things on our own. I mean, who in their right mind wouldn't take? I mean, even if they they didn't weren't sure, they doubted, or whatever it may be, who wouldn't take a chance at such a great promise that the rabbi made? I mean, someone's offering to, to take a person and it's not much suffering. I mean, it's going to be eating, it's going to be uh, being taken care of and everything's going to be taken care of you. But who in the right way, nah, I'd rather not uh, take the rabbi up on, on the promise. I mean, you, you don't have to be a Hasid Breslov. Many of the people that go actually to Oman are not yeah. Breslov Hasidim. They're just, they're regular people or whatever yeah, it is people, that go... Uh, we, we all... As you know, as we know, that each each of us is on. In, uh, what do you say in Arabic? Is pekalech. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's chavila. Yeah. You know? no, each one of us is, is on chavila. Each one need is is a kadosh baruch help. And many times uh, we, we need the, as as you said, the kim as 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 a pipeline to the boreolam. That, that I, which is a point. I'm gonna just interrupt yeah. you there. Nobody that's listening should get the wrong idea. We don't pray to sadikim. We don't, you know, people could think, oh, these people, they're going to go, they're going to talk, they're going to pray to the Sadiq. We don't pray to a Sadiq. The Sadiq is not HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's who you pray to. 
being attached to a tzaddik or going to a, a kibbutz of tzaddik does not in any way, uh, uh, you know, uh, compromise one's devotion to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. People go to a tzaddik. There is an inyan to travel. Like I said, it's brought down in many places. Uh, I mean, it, it says, just one example, Kalev ben Yifune goes to Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. He runs to the kibbutz of Abraham Yitzhak yeah. Yaakov. Why? If you could pray to Hashem anyway, so just stop right in Eretz Yisrael. He's in Eretz Yisrael, the holiest land of the world, so pray. What do you have to go to the Kevin of Ramsakwa for? So I don't have to go on and on. There's, it's well documented the importance of praying to Hashem at Kevre Sadiqim. So that being said, I just wanted to make that crystal clear for all your listeners that no one should uh, should have the wrong idea of what, what it is to travel to a Kevin of a Sadiq and what is to be attached to a Sadiq. No, this is, you know, I, I see that, the, you know, today you can very easy, easily uh, compare or show yeah. what is all about Kibbutz Adikim. I see that uh, when you when you want to talk to uh, overseas uh, with this, mm-hmm. you take, you have to, you need you need a device to talk with, you know, you cannot just uh, exactly. telepathy. Some, some people, some people as, some people as telepathic uh, abilities. Uh, ability, so yes, but, uh, but we, most of us, we don't have this ability. Right. So we need, we need a cell phone, we need a phone, <laughs> and everything. So the, the, the Kevats that came with this, and besides this, I want to, people don't, and a, a lot of people, and I myself didn't know, that Rabbi Nachman, me Breslev, he buried in Uman, it's not, it's a six hours, it's a six days walking distance, no? What is it? It's about the, an hour drive, an hour and no 20 more, minute drive no, yeah, yeah, from, that's from, it. from Uman to Breslev, yeah. But in those days, I mean, the travel was very difficult, it's horse and buggy, and it's, you know, the, so the so he, he, he chose, he, he asked to bury the Uman, and the reason over there, because in Uman itself, it was a big Kiddush Hashem. Almost exactly. 30,000 people slaughtered. Many because people don't know that story. You're, you're absolutely right. And this is very important to understand. When I walked in Uman, I tell you the truth, I felt the ground saturated with Jewish blood. And this is something that we, we uh, it's part of our, of our being here. Mm. That we, only because of people that gave them, themselves to be a Jewish, to stay a Jewish, that we are here. No, we don't go because the, the you know, the people that I'm telling you with all the respect, all the reform and all this kind of liberal and stuff like this, that today that uh, said, oh, I am doing art and, and or going to, to sit with with all the other stuff and giving away their, their basically, the, we hear these small, tiny nations only because those people that gave themselves, gave the, the body, heart, and soul to be children of Akadosh Baruch Hu, and give their life. And that's that's one a very important thing to understand that all Ukra- I know that all Ukraine is full of Jewish Absolutely. blood. There's, I mean, but this Oman is there. very very highly concentrated. You're bringing up a great point. Uh, in, in Oman, there was <clears throat> before the death of Rabbi Nachman, there was a there was a program, and there was tens of thousands of men, women, and children that were asked either to bow to the to the cross or whatever it was to convert or to be killed and tens of thousands of jews chose to be killed and they killed them one by one and uh, that's all in and one of the reasons like you said that uh, rabbi nachman wanted to be buried there is because of that uh because of that incident that happened there and and the tikkunim for these souls um that's that's part of the holiness and and what goes on in uh, in oman uh, there's there's another place which maybe we can incorporate into the trip. We have to just see if it works. Uh, called Babiar, which is a place where they killed, unfortunately, they killed, yeah. uh, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of Jews. It's in Kiev. It's a, there's, there's a monument there. And there's, uh, like you said, the, the blood of, unfortunately, many hundreds of thousands of Jews uh, are there as well. Uh, if we can do it, hopefully we can do it. 
uh, stop there as well and say Kaddish or whatever it is that, that we can do. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot in your yeah. So I, I want to just uh, to um, conclude this always idea. And they, they, I know that people will, I, we want the people, you guys, just if you're interesting, <coughs> text us or email us and we give the information uh, right right now and we we want to see how many people and I, if it's possible because as much as as, as people best for cheaper right well i mean the, the the pri we're, we're trying to bring the uh, the pricing to be very affordable um, i'm not going to go into the details right now no definitely exact, because we uh, don't know because yeah. of course it depends like you said on how many people sign up it affects the price i just to be clear again for your listeners this is not a trip that we've ever publicly spoken about. It's always been word of mouth and a close-knit group uh, of, of people that have gone to the trip. You know, Nisim, we were lucky enough to have Nisim join us last year, and he, he you know, brought up, the, he, he brought up the idea of offering his listeners Ashrecha um, Be'emet, Nisim, because you, 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 you want the people to be inspired like you were inspired, and you're willing to help facilitate... Um, you know, uh, as far as the, to, to uh, bring your listeners and bring them on board in this type of trip. So, you know, we've never really done this before and offered it on a, on a, on a public scale to this degree. But um, just, you know, this is an opportunity for anyone who ever wanted to make this trip to, this is an opportunity to finally do it. It's practical. It's not too many days. It's affordable. And um, you have someone that's going to hold your hand and take care of everything. You just call up. You, uh, you know, say that we give you the dates and the information and um, you say that you can come and, uh, and you have everything taken care of for you. So it's a very rare opportunity uh, for our local uh, listeners to be able to, uh, to experience an experience of a lifetime. The, uh, okay, so the, the, first of all, the, the, the email, I would say that uh, maybe you go direct uh, to you or to uh, what, what do you think? It's, uh, you can email me or you say, well, put your email first, this way they'll... Uh, Okay, so, uh, you know, I think that uh, for us, I think the best way is to text us. Okay, so uh, those that are interested mm -hmm. in getting more details about the trip, they should uh, either text, I guess, 347-927-8398, uh, or else they can email radiohidabrut at gmail.com. Okay. Radiohidabrut, I guess, is uh, R-A-D-I-O-H-I-D-B-A-B. Idabut. Idabut, all right. Uh, R-O-O-T. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, this is like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But anyhow, let me give you my email address yeah. also. If anyone wants more uh, details about the trip, it's myersafti23 at gmail.com, which is spelled M-E-Y-E-R-S-A-F-D-I-2-3 at gmail.com. And I could uh, hopefully uh, answer your questions. And, uh, you know, whoever's interested, uh, let us know. Okay, very, very, thank you very much, Maya. And uh, I, we know in the background, probably you will see some highlight of the trip. And uh, we, or you can see it also in, in our website and any, any other places. And thank you, and have a great day. Thank you, Nisim. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, thank you to Maya Safdi. This is, was a recording uh, from last Friday. And uh, we basically working Iran, going to edit on the video and we're going to put some pictures and the background and um, the 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 route the suggested route 
to go to this uh, trip and uh, as uh, Meyer said is is basically Uman Breslev Mezibush and uh, Bartishov Bartishov and maybe Bobby Yar we'll see how that uh, how it's working and see how how is your reaction guys and so this is a one uh, one time opportunity to people that are not going to to Oman or to Kivretzadikim during the, you know, Rosh Hashanah and other places. But this is a good, a good opportunity to, to ask for ourselves some, uh, you know, favorites from this Tzadikim and this, uh, you know, land that was a lot, a lot of blood was spilled over, Jewish blood, pure, pure, pure Jewish blood was spilled over there. Yeah, so right now we are uh, back in the in the normal, uh, you know, timing, and uh, we are again in the Jewish Radio Alba Minim, the four we can't miss him. Staying here alone, I got some text. <coughs> we got some text. Where is the trip to? Is Ukraine? Kivrotsa the Kim in Ukraine. Even other text. Happy birthday, Chayale. Okay, happy birthday, Chayale. And I don't know which, but uh, it's sounds like it's. The the seven three two number. So I know that uh, we we always speaking about the parasha Tashavua and this parasha Tashavua the, the Torah segment of this parasha parasha Beshalach, the the highlight of they released the Israelite from uh, Egypt from the slavery and coming to be uh, an, a free nation. Free nation with all the complexity of uh, being a nation. You know, they were over there 200 something years as a slaves, basically. Uh, that slave mentality, the slave uh, uh, around and they're trying to imitate the people around them. It's it's normal. It's it's norm- very normal to see, to, to, to try to be, uh, to achieve to your master and stuff like this. And uh, this was the great about Moshe Rabbeinu. And we spoke about, we touched a little bit uh, last week about what the personality of Moshe Rabbeinu and, and our own, his brother, that they could go and stay in Egypt, basically. They stay in Egypt and become the leader of Egypt. They could have the power. All the people, the Egyptians themselves trust them. Even they stop trusting the power. They could, you know, I think that they could, if they combine with the army of the Pharaoh army, they can get to a revolution and stay over there uh, and be leaders of. But instead, they took almost three million people to where, to nowhere, to an uncertain future, to a place that you know, you know, to feed them, to how to logistic, how to run this. Wow, this is this is un- unbelievable. But this personality was so, I would say, connected to the Creator, and they had the full trust, not even moment of doubt, that Akadosh Baruch Hu, the Master of the Universe, is behind them. And the, the stunning uh, uh, issue here that uh, we're bringing. Uh, our, the people to a place that basically you have right now, you have the sea in front of them, behind them they have the army of Paro, the Egyptian army, they're trying to catch them back. 
and everybody is like screaming. And this is, I spoke about many times and I, I will repeat a little bit about this three sentence, that 72 letters of each sentence. And this three sentence, basically, according to our sages, our Chachamim, this, this is a combined, create 72 combination of name. And if we look at the, in, in a row, you see there's basically the D, like a DNA pattern. And I call it the, D, the human behave DNA. And why? Again, this is like something that when we, Paro, starting running after the, the yeah, I know that the, the creator of the world put in his head all this kind of stubbornness and run after the Jewish people and stuff. But he come and suddenly he see the light of pillar and the cloud, of, pillar of the cloud, the coming and move in from the front of Israelite to the back of them in front of him, what he had in his mind. I'm telling you, if I had, if I was my situation, I would say run away, turn backwards and run away. But he didn't. He keep standing and now what happened? And this, my, my, I would say my estimate or my things that I thought about it was amazing. Paro thought in his moment now the God of the Jewish people left them, now he is in front of me. He is right now with me. And this is a for us, for all of us, because in the second pasuk, the second phrase said, Velo karav zelze, and did both way, both sides, the Israelite and they never come close to each other, meaning that the Israelite also turned back to the light of them. You know, this is something that you know, and I know that we were going on the street many times and see people that are dressed, uh, look very, very unbe unbelievable, strange to say, and the, the lower case. Very, very strange. Now, I'm asking myself, what these people thinking when they look at the mirror? If there's all this tattoo, this piercing, this kind of scar body sculpturing, red, color, yellow, all this kind of stuff. What they're thinking to themselves when they look at the mirror? Or what we are thinking, you know, when we look at ourselves about our act, and I'm telling you, we, I'm right, I'm 100% right, it's not my fault, it's this fault, it's not this, you know. This is the human behave genetic code that the Kadosh Baruch Hu, our leader, give us the option to think that we are always the best and always is with us. Unfortunately, in the last, I would say, 3,400 years of the Jewish, that's what happened to our enemy, that they were thinking that there was, you know, what happened to Christianity? They're claiming now, 2,000 years now, they're claiming that God left the Jewish people and they are the, the chosen people. And the Islam exactly the same. So everybody come now and said, oh, I'm, I'm the messenger. I'm a messenger of the Kadosh Baruch Hu, of the, of the Creator, B'Shem Shamaim. You know, this is, we have to, to come and take ourselves to, to a point that to see where, where, what, where we are standing, what we're doing about it. Is it true? 
it at all. It's just something that touching our, you know, nerve or our personal interest to see that we are, I'm, do I, I'm, I'm really right. It's something that belongs to me or does not belong to me. It's it's really amazing, you know. And also, when we see in the end of the uh, um, this segment, we see Amalek. Amalek didn't come from you know from uh, nowhere and attack Israel. He came in a place that's called Refidim, when that we know that this place was basically the Israeli become a little bit down, losing the Emuna, losing the the the. the place then he attack Amalek is is a doubt it's every time that we have a doubt this is Amalek I mean they have the doubt in our active with Amalek I'll jump here because our time is is very very uh, limit right now and I will jump to the, the why about about what about the Shabbat and about the man the parashata man is a big big schooler of Parnassah of wealth and understand that we basically getting our panasa, our our situ- uh, economic situation is from not from people, only from the Kadosh Baruch Hu. When he decided to open, he will open the the gate of wealth. And uh, I would say that uh, things like, and this is something that really, really something giving the. That emuna, they, they believe about it, and why? You know, when Mo, Moshe Mo, Moses come to the people and said, "You know, we now you have seven, six days of food from heaven, the man, the food from heaven. Every morning you will get it, but but don't keep it overnight. Don't keep it overnight. Trust me, don't keep it overnight." And some people, it was a very, very, I, I would say, untrusted people that don't believe in a creator, they kept it. And what happened in the morning? Instead to see a beautiful bread, a beautiful food in front of the table, it was warm and spoiled and ugly and all the bugs around it and stink. Wow. So now, okay, so now we have, yeah. you, you said, okay, I learned my lesson and I'm not going to keep it uh, for tomorrow. Okay, this is a, a very uh, unique situation. But then, now, come Friday. What Moses tell him, tell the people, now you have to keep it for Shabbat. You have to keep a second portion for Shabbat. Now, this, these people that didn't believe in the beginning, they have a big, big, big trial. Huge trial. During Shabbat, they come in in the morning, they were expecting to see now all this warm and all this stuff, and suddenly, how they can eat it? And, yes, we have to learn from this huge lesson, to listen to our chachamim, to our, this listen to the real, real people that, as the real connection. And we know, we know that we have quite a few of them that in, in the generation, all the generation that will come, that they kept and running uh, our 
this. I spoke with um, with Mayor Safdi about that the Jewish nations was kept only because the people that really was strictly, strictly, I would say, call it fanatic, call it uh, ignorance. Claude Baptiste was a pure emuna, pure, willing to to sacrifice everything beside the Divrei Chachamim. It's amazing. This is something, you know, it's show by itself. And I know that I read also that the Shabbat given was Shabbat was giving through <coughs> sorry in Mara. Why in Shabbat given in Mara? Because it's compared to the Maima Maharim. It's, it's compared to the water that a, a betrayed lady drinking. If she betrayed her husband, she drink it. So we have to understand that the Shabbat was giving us as a present, as a certain time that we have to understand because of this, we have to, to fulfill the really the Shabbat laws. Because we cannot say, oh, now we are in a generation that we have cars and those days was donkeys and and monkeys and we are we we are we can go drive in the car. Oh, and those days was a, a work to make a fire, and now we don't have to make uh, to work so hard. And we have no. This is not this is not the issue. Our chachamim, our sages today, is follow the Torah, kalaka hamora. And they're working according to the halacha. It's not that they want, they don't want to be makel on us. They don't, they don't want to to create us an easy life. They are just followed it. They don't get up in the morning and make a decision not to light a light and not to go in the car. It's up to everything. Everything is done by the halacha, by the the right decision. This we have to put it in our head because um, otherwise, otherwise, I'm sorry, the Judaism didn't kept so far. We are not here because the conservative and the reforms. We are not here because of them, because in the third generation just disappear. This is in a good case. Many, many families that I know, the second generation that they start moving out to the reform, and disappear, evaporate. They, the names stay, the coin names stay, and the Levis names stay. But this is the <coughs> the stuff that we have to keep again. Oh, it's something that we have to keep in our head and understand where we're going to, if we want to stay Jewish. The door is open always, both sides. Unfortunately, we would like to be with you and stay with with us, but if you don't want to stay with us, nobody can force you. Kadosh Baruch Hu, you will make it, and one day, the decision, the, the, the judgment will be, but I, 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 I'm I not talking about the next world. I'm talking about here, I'm talking about this situation here, in our lifetime. In our lifetime, you know, it's. I would say that uh, once I thought it's not so important, oh, so what if my kids will be less, and with, but today I know I see I see that it's it's so important, it's so crucial that we will follow this chachamim idea. And I would say that uh, here in this uh, wording, I'm going to finish the show right now. And uh, 
again, I want to thanks to everybody and to all the organizations that right now is outside in the field and helping to giving food uh, to all the people, helping people to move people from place to place. And uh, again, especially for the Haverim organization that really was tremendous help to my, my family, this uh, uh, storm and the Shomrim and the Atzala and all, all the people around us. And the Am Yisrael Chai. And the next show is the Pesach Chani Baal Shuvah Show. And Be'ezad Hashem, uh, we will be uh, soon. Thank you very, very much.